Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, we're starting a, a little, little, little <laughs> apart. All right. I got it. Guys, we missed you last week. I know you missed us. Welcome to the Second Chance After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. And I am excited because for the very first time, we have a full panel. Yeah. We got four people. Guys, you're going to get a lot of opinions, a lot of analysis, a lot of insight. Hope you're liking what we're what we're saying, what we're putting down every single week, except for last week, of course. If you like what we're putting down, uh, tweet us, follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. If you're on iTunes, download, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. It really, really helps us. If you're on YouTube, leave us one of those nifty thumbs up, maybe a comment, you know, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you. But for now, my name is Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. It should be right down there. And I've got three lovely, talented co-hosts. Guys, tell them who you are. Hey there, I'm Stacy Santiago, and you can find me on Twitter at Stacy Santiago. That's S-T-A-C-E-Y. <laughs> like the song there. E-Y. <laughs> hey, I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. Hey guys, I'm Nikki Preston. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki Preston TV. And I'm on Instagram at Nikki.Preston. Welcome to the show, Nikki. Thank you. Jamie and Stacy, welcome back, of Thank course. Mm -hmm. Now let's start. We got a double episode tonight, guys, so we got a lot to fit in. Let's start with episode six, Palimpsest. Guys, what did we think about this episode? It was, I did enjoy the episode, uh. but I felt like it was a little bit intense being a woman, putting myself in that position if, you know, I was captured and someone wants to transform me and, and do, you know, tattoos and feathers. Like, I was, I was getting freaked out, I gotta be mm -hmm. honest. <laughs> It, but, it was yeah. disturbing. It yeah. was very disturbing because mm -hmm. I, I believe she felt like she was someone who could take care of herself, and then she finds herself in this situation. Exactly. Makes you wonder, like, what would I do if, like, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty strong girl. I do CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know? And the thing is, no one believed her either. That's even worse. It's like all the other cases were kind of the same thing, a little bit similar, but this uh. time no one believed her. The house was cleaned out. So I'm so thankful that well, Jamie see, believed her. I've got my own issues with that part. Jamie, um, what did you think of this episode? I, I liked it, but again, it was disturbing. But overall, I did enjoy the episode. And I think since they did put drugs in her body, it <laughs> made it look even worse. It made sure. her look really... Like just like she was high. So hopped up on Molly, yeah. absolutely. My uh, grandmother always used to say to me, "Don't ever put your drink down around anybody." Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. and you would think as <laughs> yeah. a, like as a high end escort, she would know that. She you was know? not very smart as far as street smart. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and see, okay, so here's my thing. You mentioned that that the cops didn't believe her. Yeah. My thing is that so she's a very Jilly is a very very intelligent high end escort. I mean, she's very tech savvy. She knows all about Mary Goodwin, all about Looking Glass, blah blah blah. And never did she once say like. 
oh, it was just a guy that kind of looked like a monster. Like, she mm-hmm. was sticking to her guns, yeah. like, no, these were monsters. Like, well, of yeah. course no yeah. one believes yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I saw these guys. They definitely weren't monsters. Yeah, they were kind of like, freaky. They but... weren't, these guys weren't, like, flying around breathing fire. Like, yeah, he had some gnarly piercings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's still a guy. But he did right? have horns. He did have he horns. Did have he, horns. Had horns. <laughs> he did have horns. And it was dark, so it's kind of hard to see. <laughs> but she was able to describe him to a T so that okay, Arthur yeah. could put that true, sketch together. True. But the one thing I will say, though, it wasn't like she was at a club. I think you're more leery at a club, like, oh, someone could put something in my drink. Uh, they put it in her water bottle when she was getting ready for her run. This you is don't, true. You don't think, oh, someone's going to try to poison me before I go on my run. Right, okay. but then it happens again when he puts yeah, it in her, in her glass well, when they have their little marriage fantasy. At that fantasy. point, she was just dumb because she should have just stayed in her house it, after being kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't go to see a client the day after you're kidnapped. Exactly. <laughs> and stay in the Goodwin house. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that is a pretty amazing house to be in. I, I wouldn't know. leave. Right, that's pretty much, yeah, that's the safest place that you can yeah. be, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, yeah, after after all of that. And then not only that, but after her, like, really deep psychoanalysis yeah. of Jimmy, you're like, mm-hmm. he brought me here to show you that he saved me. It's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. this is a really smart escort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no offense to the, any escorts watching. They're busy right now. It's about yeah. 7.22. It's, they're it's busy. After Oscars. Yeah, they're, they're working. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all at the Oscars right yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, about Jimmy in this episode. What I thought was really interesting is that at the beginning of the episode, Otto explains to him that there's no more glitch in his in his blood, in his DNA. You know, we saw it kind of, you know, his body started uh, recoding, you know, things. Yeah. And as Otto is explaining that there's no more glitch in his blood, he's showing him these rats. And I think Jimmy has this, like, moment of connection as he's, like, eating the sandwich looking up at the rats eating their food, like feeling a little bit like nothing more than a test subject at this point. Well, I was trying to figure out where they're going with that information. It's like, Mm. so in the future, are we going to see him evolve into a stronger person? See, I was wondering about that. I hope so. I I like seeing him all powerful and being able to fight off everyone and then this show it was almost like now he's he's back to being powerful again you know like a few a couple mm-hmm. episodes back he was kind of weak and it, they didn't really explain why and now all of a sudden why he's stronger again yeah they mm. never explained that he's pretty much um, all good now like yeah. they never explain how that happened yeah I think it's just yeah I, I think it, it might have just been to give us a, a temporary moment of weakness for mm-hmm. him yeah. this one episode where it's like wait there's a glitch and then the next episode is like oh no you're all good now yep. you're, you're, you're all now. straight good to go a-okay Jim mm-hmm. um, and what's you know I think what also might have made him think about that about the whole rat thing is that that's immediately after uh, Otto tells him that she is off having intimate relations with Bam. Connor Grass. Yeah. so funny. She's, what, what did he say? She's having sex with someone in a hotel room yeah. right now. <laughs> he kind of cops on a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. But he's not jealous of Mary going off with another no. guy, but he's jealous of Jimmy. Maybe I'm thinking because it, it seems like they really have a connection. They really love each other and he's worried of oh, losing Mary. Oh, you're talking Mary. about Otto? Yeah, Mary okay, to Jimmy. Yeah. Maybe that's why Otto. Yeah, but, maybe he can see there's not really a deep connection yeah. with right. Connor. Right. Well, he, and he even explains like she. this is the man she's having sex with. Mm-hmm. She's not necessarily seeing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think, yeah, Otto doesn't necessarily see him as the threat that he sees Jimmy mm-hmm. as. You know, and then and I've I've talked about this before, but Jimmy does have sort of this almost like instant sort of connection with Mary, despite mm-hmm. having only known her for I mean, really, what maybe a month or two at yeah. this point, <laughs> versus her own twin brother. Um, but I did think I did like that that part 
of of Mary. You know, she's she's this shrewd business person to the point of, I mean, owning her sexuality and using it, you know, yeah. for her own means. You know, well, she's kind of like I would imagine the man in the relationship. So That's what maybe, it seems like. Maybe with Jimmy, maybe she enjoys being saved. Maybe oh, she enjoys, you know, being a little more like the traditional like female role. Uh-huh. Maybe with Jimmy, she feels like she can kind of like relax her guard. Whereas with Otto, she's always having to take care of him. And maybe right. with Jimmy, she mm-hmm. feels like she can be taken care of. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, she's always giving Jimmy those like goo goo eyes or well, yeah. you know whatever. But so we did angry. we did have that fight scene between Mary and Jimmy over by yeah. that that punching bag. So mm-hmm. it seems like there might be elements of kind of both dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, now I we we had talked about this. Jamie and I talked about this when when Connor first appeared because the very first episode that he appeared in, he was kind of there for thirty seconds and then just kind of mm-hmm. effed off and no one really ever heard from him yeah. again. And now we're getting the sense of him kind of being the big bad of the whole season, it seems like. You know, we keep getting these kind of crimes of the week where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Duval and Jimmy can team up and put this person away and then we never hear from them again. Yep. But now we've got this guy that's, you know, intrinsically linked to to the Goodwin twins and the Looking Glass and stuff like that. What do we think that he's going to do with what he knows? He's going to try to bring them down. He definitely wants to expose them. I'm really worried for Jimmy's safety as well. Mm. I just, I just want to get rid of this guy. He has bad news. Mm. I could tell he was bad news as soon as um, Mary left the room mm-hmm. and he was he's steaming. Just, he's just, just like, yeah. And then it's like, all right, guys, we get that he's evil just from the stewing. Yes. And then just to add that little exclamation point. Like, you're going to live. Bitch. <laughs> he just says bitch. Yeah, like, bitch. did we need the bitch? And, and you live. can tell that he really doesn't like Mary. I mean, he doesn't have true feelings for Mary either because he would have been happy that she's oh, surviving. Yeah. Right. But instead, he was just hey, so bitch mad. Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bitch gonna live. Bitch gonna live. Exactly. He was waiting for it. He was like, all right, this is going to be a six-month booty call. It'll be totally exactly. fine. And you can tell from the previous episode, she was like, oh, the treatment's not working. I'm getting weaker. Oh, do you have time for a quickie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Want to hook up? This guy, yeah. That, that was so he's that was in it. Design, Everyone's yeah. in it for the power, guys. Everyone's in it for the power. He's in it for a little bit more sinister means, it seems like. But it does seem like if if he either goes public with this or if he kind of blackmails them, something like that, this could mean obviously disaster for Jimmy. He could turn into just a human test subject, basically. I, I think he can just take the code for himself and use it to make money and not so Connor? Ex- yeah, Connor uh-huh. and not expose Jimmy. Uh-huh. And he can just use it to for his own personal gain and power. He, he right. could. Will he? We don't know. But And I will say, though, in Connor's defense, even though I don't like him at all, sure. Mary was just like, yeah, I know you've worked hard, but you know we're not going to team up anymore. Right. The like, merger's no off. Yeah. Now that I'm going to live, yeah. the merger's off. Yeah, like, did, you know, so that much like, didn't cold. care whatsoever. That so. was pretty cold of her. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. we, you know, I think that there's that kind of iciness between the Goodwin twins. Mm-hmm. Otto's is obviously a little bit deeper, but, I mean, Mary's very a very cold old businesswoman, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, now that my numbers are improving, I, yeah. I can work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Thanks for the lay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we see we see a lot of interesting stuff. It's We see this, you know, this doctor that's kind of the, the cutter of this mm-hmm. whole underground kind of body modification movement. It's, I think, I've, I feel like this show is at its best when it's dealing with these really dark, kind of yeah. intense, disturbing sort of storylines, you know? I think that's really, those are the kind of cases where Jimmy can can sink his teeth into it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the writers are super creative, and I think all of the villains are super unique, and mm-hmm. it's much different than villains I've seen in other 
TV show, so sure. I really like that aspect. Yeah, you're right. It's not like a CSI or anything. It is, they are, you know, kind of deep and dark, but then again, at times, there is a little bit of that lightheartedness to it, so I kind of like the mixture of, of the two and, mm. you know, how original they are. You're right. Yeah, we definitely get a lot of kind of shifting tones, you know, for as mm-hmm. much comedy as we get from the interactions between Jimmy and Duval and, and Jimmy and Helen and Duval and Helen, things like that. Mm-hmm. We do get, you know, these guys that are serial killers and, you know, body modification experts. Mm -hmm. And it did, see, there are little things that kind of, that throw me off a little bit. I feel like a lot of the villains that we've seen are kind of dumb so far. (laughs) You know, no, I think Jimmy is super smart. Is it part of his, like, new superhuman powers that he can take such huge leaps of, like, theories? Logically. Yeah, Yeah. like, hmm, um, monsters. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Like, well, and so that's so part of it is Arthur putting together such a dead on uh, sketch mm-hmm. of, of Caleb the Widowmaker. But then not only that, I feel like if Caleb the Widowmaker has fallen into this scheme with this doctor, they're going around, they're, they've are they they've murdered eight prostitutes at this point mm-hmm. in the middle of these body modification and uh, experiments. Mm-hmm. But then they're basically able to Google Caleb and just find his I face yeah. on the internet. <laughs> like, his face is dead center in this article about body modification. It's like, oh, yep, here's my name, here's my face, come find me at the bar, the public-ass <laughs> yeah, bar yeah, that exactly. I work at. Yeah. Is it just their technology, though? Their technology is so advanced, they we can have, dig up these articles that are I mean, just... we have talked about that. We have talked about Looking Glass mm-hmm. being, I've talked about it being very Skynet-esque at this point. And I think that that's something that Connor can definitely use against the good ones and against the Pritchards mm-hmm. is that, you know, if he turned that into a public issue, if it's not already in the world of the show, which I imagine it would be, yeah. but he can turn that into like, look, are you comfortable with these twins, one of which has zero social skills, <laughs> having this much power mm-hmm. and this much access to your information? Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting stuff, but it's but I did I I like this uh, this episode a lot, and this this doctor was really really chewing the scenery in this episode. Yeah. Like he is so over the top, but I, you know what? I dug it. He's creepy. He was just <laughs> he really with his creepy. marriage fantasy. I mean, okay, first what of all, she should, she should have known something was like really shady with him <laughs> yeah. with that. Like, what man, even if he's paying for you, is gonna like pay for a marriage fantasy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Just he could go out and get the real thing. He's exactly. a doctor anyway. Someone will marry him in a minute, you know? Why is crazy? crazy for that? <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Um, and we did, I do feel like everyone that comes in contact with Jimmy has these very on-the-nose moments of like, mm-hmm. like Jilly has this moment of like, you know, he's a badass, but he's a really old soul. Yeah. And it's yes. like, all right, guys, like before it was Gracie, but now that Gracie is on this trip, we need someone else to come this close to finding out that this is actually a 75-year-old man. Exactly. Um, but I did like the dynamic between between Jilly and Mary. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that she isn't just some dumb hooker off the street. Like, she's very, you know, well-read and intellectual and, and like I said, knows about the Goodwin twins and about Looking Glass. Um, it did seem like there was kind of like this mutual respect between the two. Yeah. Well, Mary was very uncomfortable with her at first. Mary mm-hmm. was kind of like, um, I'm mm-hmm. better than you because <laughs> you're a hoe right. and you're in my house and right. now you got to wear my clothes. And <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, but what do you think Jimmy brought her back? I feel like for two reasons. Yes, mm-hmm. to make Mary jealous, but also does he want to see how far he can push it? You know, he's already going out whenever he pleases and now is he trying to push the bar even more by bringing people back? Well, I think I think with, with Jimmy, with that... Uh, uh, particular act, I think he was more trying to like, all right, if the cops don't believe her, 
this is maybe a challenge. This is something that I can kind of do on my own. I mm-hmm. guess in a way he was sort of flexing his, his muscles a little mm-hmm. bit. But, you know, he's like, all right, I've never seen him. He says, I've never seen a real monster. So, yeah. you know, let's see. I, I get the sense that Jimmy's trying to right a lot of wrongs in his previous life. Mm-hmm. And I, my sense with him bringing her back was, yeah, maybe to make... Um, make her a little jealous but also like that was really the only way to protect her while he investigated yeah mm-hmm. and she was so dumb why would you leave and then why would you go out I know he was a regular but go out with a guy the night that that happened I would be too freaked out it might yeah. make me reconsider that my, exactly. my yeah. you know maybe she had bills to pay yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. kind of she just day. lost a whole day of work <laughs> maybe her laptop's at the Mac store like mine is right now and she needed like 300 bucks yeah. to get her logic board fixed she's like I gotta take this client yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Times is rough, guys. <laughs> you gotta get this money. Um, when, now, another thing that I that I liked about this episode is that we saw kind of Otto standing up to mm-hmm. to to Jimmy and to Duval. You know, they it reminded me a lot of this kind of this case or this this back and forth going on right now between Apple and and the government. You know, they're trying to get into the the phones of these the San Bernardino uh, shooters and and Apple's saying no. And I felt mm-hmm. like that was kind of paralleled, I, whether intentional or not by Otto's refusal. Like, no, I'm not just some monkey yeah. that's going to jump whenever you ask mm-hmm. me to. True, just acting on principle. I was actually really annoyed that he didn't help because <laughs> while this was happening, a girl was out there in danger, like, that exact moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it Might have been the wrong like, moment to take a principled stance. Yeah, he should have, he was so stubborn, just suck it up and help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe he felt like his, his technology is being, like, misused right yeah. now, you know? It's I think like, that's exactly mm-hmm. how he feels, yeah. Yeah, because they, they brought Jimmy back specifically with the sole purpose to save Mary's life, and he's like, now he's just running around town. Yeah, it's like, hey, we didn't set out to make super cop. Yeah. yeah. Like, guess, you're, yeah. you're cancer cure guy. You're not super yeah. cop. <laughs> but do you think we'll get to the point? I feel like we're going to get there where they all know every week we're going to solve a case. They all enjoy helping Jimmy, helping Duval out. Well, okay. Everyone just being <laughs> yeah. big one happy, everyone, happy, one happy family. family. Oh, okay. no way. What are we going to solve today? No you know? way. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've been saying, Jamie can, can attest, I've been saying all season that there's going to be a huge butting of heads between Jimmy and Otto for sure. <laughs> um, he may not be like the villain in the black hat like I thought at the beginning of the season, but there's definitely going to be a butting of heads between the two of them. Um, and we, you know, we saw a little bit of um, of Otto kind of standing up for himself again in episode mm-hmm. seven, which you know, which we'll get into. But let's talk about kind of the the biggest thing that happened at the end of episode six, and it's that that car ride between between mm-hmm. Connor and Alexa. Up until this point, I didn't. I and and I know you you suspected her that she was shady. Bit. Yeah, I never got that in the least. I thought it was just like, oh, this is this cute like mother hen kind yeah. of that's that's doting on Mary, but we'll never see anything more of her. And I was wondering why they trusted Alexa so much. I'm like, you know, they're so funny and worried about everyone else. What does she have? So we're, we're kind of getting more answers now. And right. I'm still wondering why she trusts Connor so much, too. Right. Well, at this point, yeah, at this point, Connor's kind of using her to get to get Otto's work and get his notes and things mm-hmm. like that. And we'll find out a little bit more in, um, in Episode 7. But, you know, Alexa comes home to this old man and she asks him about doing the wrong things for the right reasons, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, I I loved seeing that side of Alexa that I definitely didn't, didn't expect. And I was like, oh, she wants her dad to be cured. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. Well, 
little do we know. That's actually. so cute. Her right. dad. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what is the date today? Because we've got, in a couple weeks, in a couple weeks, we've got a very, very special guest. We've got Alexa herself, Vanessa Lenji's coming in studio to talk Second Chance. So this is perfect timing. On March 13th. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Mark. Thank you. The masses are are teeming with that with that news. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be very interesting. With that, let's get into episode seven, That Time in the Car. What do you think about this episode, guys? I liked this episode. Mm. Um in that, I felt like we got to see more of Jimmy wrestling with his conscience, trying to mm-hmm. set things right mm-hmm. uh, with his family, mistakes he made with his family. Uh, and I, I like seeing that struggle. I think that adds to, to the heart of the show. It really does. It I mean, does. And it was good seeing the rest of the cast, too. Mary didn't have a huge part in this episode. We saw no. more of Helen, and they introduced Wally, who may come and go in the show. But, mm. yeah, it was really nice to see some other characters, too, as well. So here's my question. You know when Alexa, she sneaks into the house, into mm. the areas that um, Arthur kept saying, Alexa, you do not have permission <laughs> yeah. to enter this part right. of the house. Why didn't Arthur rat her out? I was expecting yeah. him to rat her out to, like, one of the twins. Like, right. Uh, I, just so you know, Mary. <laughs> right, exactly. Alexa was in parts of the house she should not have been in, but Arthur didn't rat her out. And around. where was Otto, too? Wouldn't he get some type of alert or Probably something? Right. Right. Because it was, like, push, 3 a.m. Push notifications Yeah. From yeah. I think Arthur fell down on the job. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know? Because Jimmy basically said, it's okay, Arthur. I think uh, Arthur just listened to Jimmy and was like, all right, it's all right. I see. Oh, that's right. He does say that. Yeah. And he does. One thing that, that I didn't catch on the first uh, viewing, but I caught later on, is that Jimmy kind of makes this offhanded comment when Alexa's like helping him along as he's stumbling over drunk. He says, you're very strong. And we find out, I think we we get a sense later of why oh, she's good. so strong. I did strong. not catch that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh. Guys, we're blowing minds here. We are. <laughs> I didn't good catch that either. Right. I thought she must do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Everyone does CrossFit. Everyone does CrossFit. <laughs> we see Mary teeing off on that punching bag. Alexa's doing CrossFit. Everyone's just Keep it fit, guys. Exactly. Gotta keep it tight. 2016. Keep it tight. <laughs> um, let's see. And yeah, we we saw the the introduction of Wally Luskin, the amazing Breckenmeyer, one of my favorites from Clueless, Clueless from from yeah. Robot Chicken, uh, Franklin and Bash, all this Garfield. amazing stuff. Absolutely, mm-hmm. guys. We love Breckenmeyer here at After Buzz. We're just gonna <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. listing off his filmography. <laughs> um, but I loved I loved this this character, this kind of sad sack that like has reunited with Helen after, you know, 25 mm-hmm. years. And that was originally scared off by the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And we see we do see Jimmy kind of, you know, warm up a little bit. Yeah. He, he isn't, you know, obviously we knew that he was the type of dad that was probably going to pull a shotgun on mm-hmm. his daughter's boyfriends. But, you know, we see him kind of turn over a new leaf and, and warm up to people. Maybe people aren't as, as weaselly as I thought that they once were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I or, thought, yeah. Oh, I oh, thought so. that was really sweet of him. Mm-hmm. And I think over the course of the episode, he also felt guilty for the way he treated <clears throat> Helen in yeah. um, his past life. So I thought that was a really nice um, touch that they included. That. Well, he mm-hmm. has perspective now. Like he right. now he knows what people really thought of him. You a know? little bit of death will do that to yeah. you guys. <laughs> I mean, before nobody would say to his face, you know, what a jerk you are. But mm. now that he's presumed dead, people are speaking freely about what they really thought of him. And I think that's <laughs> yeah. really like that's hitting him. He's we like, do. We have. We have seen that from him. He's obsessed with like sidling up to people and going mm-hmm. like, "So, uh, what do you think of this Jimmy guy?" Yeah. <laughs> Finding out, like, hey, how many people were at my funeral? Um, I do love, I love that line where it's like, you, you get a little bit dead and everyone thinks that they can just, like, do anything they want. Yeah. Um, 
now we get this kind of this this really complex storyline about about Wally being a parole officer. You know, one of his parolees, Jasper Willits, kind of. Um, almost kind of framing him, it seems like, in a way, yeah. kind of making him a part of this plan, you know, against as well. He's like, you know, we're going to wire this much money into your account. You're already going to pay. You might as well go along with it anyway. But I feel like at that point, he could have gone to the police and said something's up, and right, that would have right. been the smartest mm-hmm. and that's why, And that's why we see later on, he does get a little bit of a slap on the wrist. Yeah. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not too, too bad. He still kind of, you know, has this... This plan with Helen to, you know, wait for me. Yeah, yeah. he'll he'll be out in three months on yeah. good behavior. <laughs> you know, exactly. Maybe less. Then we'll have a big maybe a big wedding or something too. But right. it was nice that he finally even though he doesn't realize it, somehow they're all gonna find out and Jimmy will give him approval, like say, Yeah, it was it was me and I, I'm sorry and you and Helen are meant to be together. So I love all that sappy romance and all that. So that's what we're dealing with on the surface, but let's talk about Alexa a little more. We Mm. get a little bit more of her story in this episode. You know, we see her uh, kind of sneaking in after Jimmy is stumbling around drunk. She goes over, takes a peek at Otto's regeneration code. Uh, You know, she emails it to Connor um, and we find out that, that Otto threw her out before she was formed. You know, do we think, I mean, obviously we get, we get a, a shot later on in the episode of her you know, in in this wedding photo from decades and decades mm-hmm. ago, uh, what I think, and I could be wrong, but what I got the feeling is that she was kind of Connor might have been the one that kind of had a prototype of this code, and maybe mm-hmm. you know, like grew her a little bit, and then Otto was like, no, 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 this is all wrong. I I personally think it was Connor who did it, and right. I think either it was Otto's code and Connor stole it, or Ooh. Connor and Otto. Otto developed it together, mm. but I think it was all Connor, and I don't think Otto knows that this happened. Sure. I was kind of under the impression that Otto did it. He built her, and, and then something didn't go right, or he didn't think that he created her, and right. somehow Connor got her and, and finished her off and created her, mm. and now they're going to work together and, and somehow The reason them. I think that they haven't, um, or Otto is not aware, mm. is because he said that he had only tested on animals before. In the first episode, so yeah. I think he would have mentioned, well, we tried it on that one girl and right. it didn't work. What I'm what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is that yeah, they might have they might have worked on it together. Connor wanted to kind of jump into human trials right away. Otto said no, no, no. Then once Mary gets mm-hmm. cancer, he's like, oh, where are some people that we can <laughs> test this out on? Um, so yeah, we, we you know we we find out that she's that she's trying to get this regeneration code to help her husband. Her, you know, her elderly husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we think that that this code floating around is going to create this like this little community of superheroes and supervillains? I don't know. Like, my thing was okay. So she gives the code. Then what happens? Could something go wrong? And her dad. I mean, her her dad. Her her husband <laughs> becomes like a Frankenstein version of them. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or evil. You know, who's to say that they're going to be good like Jimmy? Yeah. Sure. Exactly. And, and also, Jimmy had such a specific genetic code. That that it might not work with everyone. They have mm-hmm. said many, many times that he's one of a kind. He's yeah. one in a million. Yeah. He's got this very unique code. Oh, what I noticed this episode, he didn't go in the tank. Didn't need to go in the tank. Oh, episode. right. And he was strong. You're right. Didn't go in the tank. Yeah. Even mm. when he was really drunk that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And he does, he brings up this, this really interesting point of, you know, he 
in his previous life, he had the scar from from jumping a fence, and his time in the tank kind of restores him back to perfection without any scars or identifying traits. You know, it it seems to be kind of eliminating a lot of his of his individuality. What do we think about that? The scar moment was really interesting uh-huh. because I think it showed how much he really does love his wife, which we really haven't gotten into the background of that. Right. And I think Mary was also a little bit jealous in this moment. I don't know if you guys caught that, but it seems like you know he did love his wife, and we don't hear much about her. Hmm. Right. Yeah, we really haven't heard much of anything. Do we know if she's alive or if oh, she's not? Oh, I think she's passed away. Yeah. I think, okay. yeah, yeah. They might have mentioned it in, like, the first or second episode, but really nothing since then. And yeah. Duval, no one talks about her, but I feel like he has a hard time talking about that he didn't want to talk about his dad for a while. Right. So yeah, that could be another reason, too. Yeah, and then Gracie also is is kind of... She's been vanished for a couple yeah, episodes. I, I, I don't think like Duval, that. I think Duval mentioned she's on like a school trip or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I think that was just like an add-in, like, oh, we've got to explain Gracie. Right. Being yeah, maybe for so like long. the actress was like gone or something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, but, but like we said, we did see a lot of Helen in this mm-hmm. episode and we saw kind of, an, a, you know, that was another approach to Jimmy warming up to people and, and realizing that he might have been a little bit too harsh. You know, we find out that you know, at at his at kind of his worst, he had called Helen an idiot. He had called Duval an idiot, and and I think you know, like you said, I think dying gave him a little bit of of perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just he's kind of like. I think how we all wish we could be sometimes. Like, don't you ever wish you could be the fly on the wall in a room yeah. and, oh, yeah. like, find out what people really think of you? <laughs> right. You yeah. might not want to know. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's a fly I think it's far too fragile for that. Yeah. <laughs> he is a fly on the wall now. He gets, yeah. he gets that gift of knowing what people really, you know, thought of him. A very freakishly strong fly yeah. on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it when he was in the car with Duval too, because he was getting so much joy out of it. He's, like, over him in this great father-son moment. Yeah, that was so cute. It was, it was so cute. And, he's, and I like that Duval is finally letting him in too. Like he's mm-hmm. letting him do the cases with him and help him out before he'd be like, "No, you know this is not for you. Get away." So mm. I think they're going to eventually be a really good team. And how do you guys feel about like their relationship? Like I feel like it's very believable that mm-hmm. Jimmy's his dad, and even though technically that actor's probably younger than sure, Duval, sure. I believe him as his father. You know, it's, like, I, yeah, they're, the dynamic that they have is very kind of familial, and yeah. it's, they have great, great chemistry for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, uh, you know, kind of the first half of the season might have been dealing more about their approaches to solving cases and how they kind of interact with each other. Jimmy's obviously a very old Seattle, as he as he calls it, uh, and Duval is very kind of by the book. And I think they've finally gotten to a point where they've so meshed and they've so kind of met in the middle that's like, all right, we can forget all that. I know Jimmy's going to do some illegal yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it at this point. Yeah, there was a moment when Duvall was looking at all of that private information <laughs> yeah. that Arthur brought up, and he's like, I really shouldn't be looking at this, right. but I am. Uh, it's <laughs> so and illegal. And then he asks the question and just yeah. continues it. Yeah, exactly. So now they can deal more on, they can deal more with the cases that they're working on, more with their kind of interpersonal dynamic, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we did get, you know, a few episodes ago, Duvall kind of asked him, hey, you need to stay away from Gracie and Ellen for a while. So it seems like he's sort of relented on that, at least as far as Helen goes. Mm-hmm. He might be a little bit more protective of Gracie. Mm-hmm. But I think he was almost going to admit to Helen that yes. yeah, his secret. We were like. so close to it. Yeah. So yes. hopefully next episode or sometime soon he does. <laughs> Although, 
that conversation had some weird overtones to yeah. it. Like, it was reminding me a little bit of Back to the Future with Marty and his mom, where it's like, this is getting a little bit too romantic, it I seemed like. To, it seemed I, like I didn't it. feel that way if at all. That, if we didn't know anything about the show and we didn't know anything about that relationship, I would have thought, like, oh, for sure they're about to kiss right really? now. Really? I didn't think <laughs> yeah, that. I didn't get yeah. that at all. She thinks he's his brother, though. Right, 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 right. But she did. we do know that she was at least attracted to him at first. In the beginning, yeah. the bleachers at the game, you're right. Right, 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 right. Um, but, oh, you know, looking guy. Uh, yeah, Rob Kaczynski, very handsome, mm-hmm. of course. Um, now let's talk about, you know, speaking of family dynamics, let's talk about Otto, Mary, Otto and Mary's parents, you know, things like that. Mm. We find out that Otto's kind of taking this day. It's sort of a ritualistic day for him where he he doesn't speak at all. He doesn't say a word because it's the anniversary of their parents' death. And of course, it falls on the day where they really need his help. They need Otto, yeah. For, you know, to solve this case. Uh, you know, we find out that the you know as, when when Mary and Otto were very very young when they were in the back seat their parents were up in the front and Otto was just kind of rattling off facts about yeah, the solar very system. Yeah, verbal back then. Yeah, right? he talked a lot. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that was very it was a very very interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. And he's talking so much that his dad kind of gets annoyed, turns mm-hmm. around, says, "I wish I could go just one day without him talking." And then of course mm-hmm. that triggers the accident. We lose the Goodwin's parents, and and Otto kind of takes this day as a day of silence going See, forward. I think Otto should look at it like this. Mm. Um, unfortunately, my dad didn't know how to deal with a very smart, intelligent, verbal child, and he killed himself. <laughs> right, right. T- took his eyes off the road to turn around and look at me, and that was his bad. Sure. Yeah. I-, I feel like any young kid, though, I would feel guilty, too, even yes. though technically it's not his fault. Right. If he would have just been quiet like his father asked, and he was so talkative back then. I mm-hmm. wonder if that's why he's so quiet I now. Think so. Oh, sure, so, sure. Yeah. I think if this didn't happen, maybe he'd be a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is, yeah, it's heartbreaking to see because he, you know, with the the kind of the condition that he has and with kind of the, the lack of social skills that he has, he does kind of retreat inwardly. And we saw mm-hmm. him retreat into the old version of his bedroom, you know, the, the kind of in uh, introversion that, that Mary hates and, and wish he would kind of um, not rely so much on. But you know, it it is it's it's sad to see, and he he even says like I killed my parents. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. he, the dad should have did what my mom used to do. She would not turn around because she would just reach the hand around. <laughs> your eyes all around. You can still administer some justice as long as you keep your eyes on the. Get the back of her hand. I was like, okay, I'm good. Uh, but we do see we see a little bit more of kind of you know auto butting up against against the Pritchards in that, like, look, we need your crazy technology, we need your crazy logic, you need to help us with this. And it's, it's you know, I, I was waiting, and this, this kind of happened a, a couple episodes ago when we were dealing with the, um, you know, the design team that designed the app, but it's these, these moments that I really, really think that Otto is going to kind of come out of a shell and have a breakthrough and stuff like that and it's always Mary that kind of has to coax him out of it Mm -hmm. you know even when he's going back into flashback mode she has to kind of almost go into his head as it were Mary must be exhausted not only is she battling cancer she's got to deal with Otto and all this (laughs) that's some heavy lifting she's like got to deal with her brother always like come on Otto come on Otto no Otto it's not your fault Otto talk to me please Otto I'm here for you I love you I'll always be here for you right man no wonder she needed a good leg from her, her <laughs> on the side. 
side. <laughs> but you know what? Otto is growing, though. I was proud of him. He finally was able to talk on a day that he normally doesn't. Sure. And he did step up and really kind of help crack the case. So, mm-hmm. right. But I feel like he talked after, in his head, his parents had died. So maybe he had gone through the whole thing. And it's it's mm-hmm. interesting because she says, you know, don't go all the way to the yeah. end, mm-hmm. you know, of, of this kind of flashback. Um, and he does, he, you know, he comes in, he speaks on this day when he does it usually. And, of course, it's always very convenient. Like, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about prisons. Like, why did nobody else put that together yeah. to look for prisons? <laughs> like, that wasn't that big of a logic leap that we needed Otto to figure that out, guys. I, I See, I'm just now getting that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He says, and it was, there were a lot of moving parts to this episode, for sure. I kind of had to double back on my notes. Too, yeah. But he says, you know, oh, wait, he's an ex-convict. We should be thinking about prisons. That's how they find out that all of this money is coming from uh, this this investment banker, Brian Mellenberg. You know, all of that's going from his account to Wally's account via all of these other Sources, you know, all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing a good job, and you know, evading the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes there are leaps of logic to me. I just can't keep up. <laughs> I'm, like, yes. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, okay, prisons. How did he come to that conclusion? I don't know. Right, and it does seem that like the FBI is sometimes a little bit easily evaded. Like mm-hmm. we see in episode six, all they need to do is just clean the room before they leave, and then exactly. it's like. We have no idea if they were ever here. <laughs> like they, the police, the police decide that these monsters that Jilly are talking about are just hallucinations. Yeah, no like, hair, no DNA. Nothing. It had to have been something. Monster lives matter. Footprints or something. <laughs> Monster lives matter. Monster lives matter, guys. Remember that official second chance <laughs> hashtag. Um, but you know, we get a lot of. A lot of kind of family dynamics, a lot of, you know, a lot of good stuff going on. Do we think that that we'll see Wally again by the end of this season? Mm, I hope so. I like yeah. him. Because he's, because we got to think, he he's technically locked up for 8 to 12 months. Like you said, he could be out early on good behavior, especially given that he's kind of gotten in with the Pritchards, you know, especially with Duvall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he comes out like he did in Clueless with his long hair and maybe giving him time for his hair to grow <laughs> The skateboard, the, the skateboard, flannel. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, guys, go watch Clueless. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. I love that movie. Um, but I do love I love that scene where he kind of he teams up with Jimmy to administer mm-hmm. some old Seattle justice to Jasper Willits. You know, um, Jimmy kind of has both of his hands and he's crushing him. And and Wally kind of has this this moment where he gets to explain what the sheriff is. You know, mm-hmm. he gets the full sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's. It's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, we covered a whole lot. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't address. Uh, did you guys think there was a metaphor between the monsters beco- or beautiful people becoming monsters? Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? So if there was any kind of symbolism there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think that's what they were going for. I feel like if if we're going to, you know, try to psychoanalyze these these monster villains, I think what, what they may have been getting at and how it might relate to the Pritchards is that everyone's kind of shades of gray you know even even beautiful people can be monsters and i think i think maybe part of what they were getting at is that everyone's kind of got this light side and a dark side Mm -hmm. you know obviously jimmy is is just trying to do what's best but he also goes about it sometimes in very dark very violent ways um so i think that might have kind of been where where they're going with it what do you think um, I was thinking maybe something about beautiful people having big egos and being mm. ugly inside, or sure. maybe the doctor just had a fetish and wanted 
monsters to look beautiful. I mean, it could I don't be, know. I couldn't tell. It could be both of those things. The doctor was very kind of conventionally handsome and attractive, and of course, he's murdered eight people <laughs> by the time we come into this episode. Uh, but I think you could be right. I think there's definitely a lot of symbolism going on in Second Chance, you know, especially as we get later on in the season. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on in Episode 7 is that as Brian Mellenberg is is kind of, you know, he's he's being transferred for his radiation therapy, which, again, is another parallel between him and Mary, you know, having, having cancer. A cancer that leaves them still very attractive, <laughs> as I've said before. Um, <clears throat> You know, he's he's kind of out for revenge. He's out for, for justice. He says that, you know, people have to pay for what they do. And so he's been keeping this judge locked up in this cabin. Another yeah. leap of logic on Jimmy's part. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting at the bar watching television and suddenly out of the it's, blue. It's that line it's about, judge. yeah, it's that revenge. line about, about people needing to pay yeah. and kind of being very angry at this judge. <laughs> like he has a superhero's brain, clearly. <laughs> Exactly. And I mean, in, in, a, in like, you know, to be serious, I think we we have seen a little bit about that. It's not just his body that's kind of become superpowered. I think maybe it has kind of sharpened his reflexes, mm-hmm. maybe improved his mm-hmm. critical thinking skills, something like that. But that was, that was yeah. what I believe. But it's Pangs. Pangs is where he does his best thinking. Although it, may, although it may not have been, have been at Pangs, but we see Pangs pop up a lot. Mm-hmm. We do. Every show. episode. I think yeah. that's his go-to sure. place. Yeah. Just notching those, just... You know, carving those notches behind the bar. <laughs> every joy. time, every week, there's a new villain put away. Just carve that new notch in there. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, Brian's keeping this judge locked up. He's He's got this very elaborate plot where he's like, I'm only, you know, I'm only going to live for eight months. So I'm going to give you just enough food to survive <laughs> until then. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to let you go. But I'm going to keep you in chains. Like, we've got some very yeah, just, elaborate thinkers. So dark. Like, there's a lot of darkness in a lot of these episodes. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to see him chained up looking like a rat. His hair was all long and a mess. Ugh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've covered episode six. We've covered episode seven. So, guys, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Mark, let's get some predictions going. Ooh. Yay. Ooh, I don't know what to expect here. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> I love springing that on people. <laughs> Oh, so good. But yes, Nikki, every, at the end of every episode, we get that sweet theremin going, with the sweet UFO lights going, and we talk about what is going to happen in the remainder of these episodes mm-hmm. for season one of Second Chance. Who wants to start? I want some action. I want to see some action between Mary and Jimmy. They have oh, that great kind of action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of action. <laughs> see. They have great chemistry, and I'm just so excited for them to finally... Get together. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm hoping soon. Right. What do we What do we think the repercussions of that are going to be in terms of maybe Mary's relationship with Otto or Jimmy's relationship with Otto? I think it's really going to hurt their relationship. Otto, I'm worried he's going to... It's hard. He's kind of in the middle. The only good sure. thing is that we really need Jimmy to keep Mary alive. So that'll keep Jimmy in the house. But as soon as Mary's better, Jimmy is going to be out on the street. So right. I'm, I'm very worried for him. Right. Jamie, what do you think? Um, I think in the next few episodes, Jimmy will tell Helen mm-hmm. the secret. Mm-hmm. And I also had this weird feeling that there's a connection between Mellenberg and Connor. Okay. I Just because he had cancer and he was bad and mm-hmm. he's really rich, I just... Connor could, could maybe be, help him? Yeah, maybe they're just somehow mm-hmm. linked and um, maybe Mellenberg is helping finance this whole regeneration Interesting. thing. I don't know. We, we do know he thought. has a billion dollars. Yeah. A yeah. billion dollars, guys. It's a um, lot of dollars. Mm-hmm. Stacey, what do you think? Um, I predict in the next few episodes that Otto and Mary will kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, maybe that too. Their relationship. I was just like, yes, go on. They do have a weird relationship. They're a little bit too close. I wouldn't be too shocked. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I know. Yeah, my prediction was your prediction that Jimmy will tell Helen Mm. um, that he's her dad. And I predict that it'll take her time to accept it just like it did Duvall but I think she probably somewhere in her heart already knows because she's, mm-hmm. she's always saying it feels like he's still here it feels mm-hmm. like he's still here I right. think she's going to be happy too and really excited where Duvall in the beginning was like I don't want you you know you're supposed to be dead go but I think she'll really be happy to have her yeah. dad back sure now I think I think Connors is I'm thinking he's going to go public with some part of this mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to go public about you know about Otto's code or about this guy that they're keeping alive you know I think I think people are going to find out on a much bigger level that, oh, this guy was resurrected from the dead. Mm-hmm. And that's going to mean bad news for everyone involved. I think if, if there's anything we know about the mass public, it's that they think that dead people should stay dead. Yeah. So I <laughs> that, think as much good as Jimmy's doing, I don't know if it's going to rub people the right way. Either that or that will happen and people will want to be involved and want their sick ones mm-hmm. or when they're yeah. old, sure. they'll, they'll want to come back to life. And so it'll be kind of like if someone discovered the Fountain of Youth today, exactly. it will just like create mad um, chaos everywhere. Yeah, and that's gonna, it's like I said, that's gonna mean awful things for Jimmy who I think in a case like that would be reduced to a human test subject. Mm -hmm. You know, they would basically just chain him up and it's like, all right, you're gonna give your blood to this person, this person, this person. I mean, if someone, it raises a lot of philosophical questions. If you're gonna, you know, make someone's blood the cure for cancer, how is that going to affect the world at large? But we don't know it's a cure for cancer. It's just a cure for it's, Mary's cancer. Right. Yeah. It's just improving her numbers. Yeah. And you're right. She's not healed all the way. So Yeah. And, oh, and it may know. not work for other people. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently their DNA, their codes or whatever is compatible. So right. it may not work for other people. But with more research, maybe they could figure out, like, who's a match for who. Mm-hmm. Could be. I don't know. Oh. Lots to sink our teeth into, (laughs) guys. But, Mark, let's get that sweet outro music going. And for now, guys, where can they find you? Well, you can find me, Nikki Preston, at Nikki Preston TV for Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram at Nikki.Preston. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. And I'll tweet you back if you tweet me. Oh, this is nice. I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you. Okay. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Stacey Santiago. That's S-T-A-C-E-Y Santiago. And on Facebook, Stacey Santiago. <laughs> there you go. As always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Find me on other after shows, Monday Night Raw, The Magicians, Lucha Underground, all that good stuff. Uh, like I said, on iTunes, download, rate, uh, review, subscribe, five stars if you're nasty, like every week. And we'll be right back here, same time, same channel next week, talking episode eight. These episodes are flying by, guys. They are. They are. Talking episode eight of Second Chance. Guys, we appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. But until next week, take a chance. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.